Welcome to the latest edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. I'm Joe Noga from Cleveland.com, and I'm joined by Paul Hoynes, the Tribe beat writer who's uh, fresh off a red-eye flight getting back <laughs> in from a, a, a six-game road trip that started out of spring training. Hoynesy, how you doing? Good, Joe. I survived. I'm back, I think. <laughs> I, mean, I might have left part of myself in uh, Anaheim, but, I, but I'm not sure the time differential. <laughs> Well, uh, we're uh, we're looking here at uh, we're previewing the Indians' home opener, which is Friday afternoon, four o'clock against the Kansas City Royals. Uh, the Indians are two and four heading into this game uh, after losing two out of three in Anaheim. Uh, Hoinsey, what did you see in Anaheim? Uh, was was Shohei Otani really as advertised? You know, Joe, I, I saw him a little bit in, in spring training, just you know watching you know, on TV and stuff. And uh, he looked like a minor leaguer to me, you know, especially at the plate. I didn't see him pitch at all. But, uh, you know, offensively, I thought the guy was overmatched. And, uh, boy, oh, boy, you know, I mean, he he, looked, he made some adjustments, I guess. But, you know, the the thing, you know, I, when he when he faced Tomlin, you know, on uh, on Tuesday night, I thought, well, you know, that's that's a good move by a social. You know, that's a that's the kind of guy you you want a young a young hitter to face. You know, he, he's not overwhelming. He doesn't throw overwhelming stuff, and and he's going to give up he's going to give up hits. He he pitches a contact, and uh, you know he's going to give up some some home runs as well. And that's on a good night. So you know he, they, he caught Tomlin on a bad night. And uh, you know he he really swung the bat well, and but then you're thinking in, in the back of your mind, okay, you know that's Tomlin, okay. Uh, now he's now he's going to face we'll, we'll social let him face you know the two time Cy Young winner uh, the next day, and he did, and you know uh, Kluber got him out the first time and made him look like a statue, and the second time he got Kluber, and you know the, that was a legitimate swing, that was a big league swing off a of, off the Cy Young winner, and it doesn't get any better than that. So I mean, this guy, he's got talent. I, you know, I don't know how, you know, he's where he's going to be in 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 May or June. You know how the league adjusts to him, but right now, he he looks like a very good player. Yeah, I think entering that series, if you had told me the Indians would hold Mike Trout to a one home run in the series and and that he would hit the way that he did, uh, I I would have told you that you know the Indians probably win two out of three instead of lose two out of three. But, uh, you know, here comes Otani and, and the rest of that lineup, which is, you know, not to be overlooked, but, you know, they somehow made a very, uh, you know, not necessarily weak, but a very pedestrian pitching staff look look very well. Yeah, they did, you know, and, and uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, when you don't score runs, you know, obviously, you know, they scored six in the first game and helped, uh, you know, Clevenger was good, you know, he was solid, very good, you know, so they win that game, but then, you know, what do you score? You score, you get one hit and two runs in a 13-2 to two loss with Tomlin on the mound, and, and you score two runs in 13 innings, uh, you know, against, uh, you know, Tyler Skaggs, and, you know, I mean, <laughs> they just didn't hit well, and, you know, and that, you know, kind of when, when you're, even if you're Corey Kluber, you know, you need a couple runs to win a game. So, right. you know, that that's going to show up. And, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, one thing to remember, Joe, I mean, you know, they, they have, you know, the Indians and everybody else, <coughs> excuse me, haven't, uh, 
haven't seen a whole lot of Otani. And I think once, you know, the scouts get locked in on him, and once, you know, you, let's say, you know, you go the second or third time around the league, we'll see how he does. But right now he's he's off to an impressive start. And, you know, obviously they know Trout. They know how to pitch him, and uh, but they don't know too much about Otani. And I think, you know, the pitchers, if you, you know, I think Kluber's sitting there thinking if you can't hit the fastball, you know, I'm gonna, I'm just gonna throw it to you. I got to find out if you can or you can't, and he found out. <laughs> uh, well, for the Indians, it looks like uh, they went on, they got on a plane, went to Seattle, and then went to uh, Los Angeles, but they left their bats back in Arizona, uh, leading baseball with uh, you know more than 50 home runs in spring training, and and here struggling to score runs if it's not by the long ball in the first six games of the season. Uh, does does the return of Michael Brantley potentially as the Indians come home uh, and, you know, help things if, if he gets inserted into the lineup. Oh yeah, I think so. I think he's going to be activated tomorrow, Joe, from what, you know, I, I've heard. And uh, I think that'll help. You know, I don't think he's going to play every day, obviously, but I think that's going to stabilize, uh, you know, the outfield. Uh, he gives him, he gives, um, you know, gives Francona a guy that he doesn't have to platoon with. That he's going to put, he's going to either hit him third or fifth, and just leave him there. You know, he, he trusts him in the outfield. He trusts him against lefties and righties, and I think that just, uh, you know, that that makes that lineup that much better. The question is how much Brantley's going to be able to play, and especially in the cold weather here, uh, you know, it's not going to be very, uh, you know, conducive for him. So I think. You know, I don't think he's going to stay. You're not going to see him play three or four games in a row right out of the, the shoot here. I think he's they're going to use him, uh, you know, judiciously and and uh, just kind of work him back into the lineup. But I think it definitely will help. And you know, kind of lengthens lengthens that lineup out. You know, and uh, it gives <laughs> it gives Rancona another you know kind of a dilemma of how to you know how to hide all those lefties or not hit them all in a row. So that's going to be interesting. All right. And and maybe a, a, a move to in, in the batting order for Jose Ramirez, who's been hitting third every game in this uh, in the early part of the season. Maybe dropping him down to, to fifth in the in the order might uh, might spark something. He's got one two run homer uh, that he hit the other day, but other than that, he's got nothing to show for the season except a couple of walks. He he looks like he's seeing the ball real well, and he's 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 putting together some good at bats. He's just got nothing to show for it. Yeah, you know, that's a that's a good point, Joe, because, you know, he he started to, like, he, he didn't really hit that much in spring training either. You know, the last, you know, four, five, six games in spring training, you saw him starting to come on. He was getting a couple hits a game. You know, he kind of looked like himself. And then he got to uh, Seattle, and Ichiro stole that home run from him. And it kind of it looked like it put him in a funk, you know, Um so you know, I'm, I think he's still a pretty confident guy. You know, I think uh, Francona was saying, you know, he, he's got some experience now. It's not like this is his first year and he's going to go into a shell here. Uh, you know, he's been through slumps before, not many of them, uh, but you know, he went through a slump last year right after the All Star break, and he came out of it. So I, I think I think Jose's going to hit. I really do. I just you know, he looks like uh, he's he's jumping at the plate a little bit. He's He's a little anxious, and uh, I think he's just got to calm down. Maybe getting in front of the home crowd will help him, and uh, you know, gets a couple hits. He, you know, he doesn't have to hit home runs. You know, he's not a. I mean, he hit 29 last year, but I don't think you could call him a home run hitter. He's just 
kind of a, an, an action ball player, and he's just got to get on base and, and do that. Yeah, it's weird. Ramirez, you're, not, you're right, he's not really a home run hitter. He had 29 home runs, but he had a lot of – I think he led the team and was one of the, the league leaders in multi-home run games. And, you know, when he would hit home runs, it would be, you know, two a game for maybe a, a week or so, and then, you know, then you wouldn't hear from him for, for a stretch, but he'd, he'd still bang out, you know, three, four doubles in, in a stretch. So, Yeah, you know, he tied – what, he tied uh, Giancarlo Stanton for the – MLB lead will put an extra base hit. So this guy's he's a hitter, you know, and I think he'll hit. I, I really do. Uh, looking at the pitching and specifically looking at the bullpen, uh, in uh, Wednesday's loss, uh, Zach McAllister pitched for the third consecutive day, gave up the walk-off home run to Zach Cozart. Uh, you know, it looks like McAllister is getting the first chance at assuming that, that Brian Shaw role. Uh, you know, pitching three consecutive days, probably not what Terry Francona originally wanted for him, but, you know, to, to see him be the guy that gets run out there, is that is that the message that's being sent, is that uh, McAllister is getting that shot? You know, I, it's hard to tell, Joe. I mean, he, you know, um, Francona said he's going to mix and match, and, and he's, you know, he's going to look at different guys. You know, he said yesterday that, the only way McAllister was going to get into that game is if it went just like it did, you know, that it went into extra innings, deep into extra innings, because of what you said. He, what, he pitched in the first two games of the series, and I think he pitched in three of the last four games of, the of you know, the season. You know, uh, so, I mean, you know, the three of the last four games uh, before yesterday. So I think, you know, he was trying to protect them, but it came down to, you know, <laughs> Him, uh, you know, he came down. He was he was the last guy standing, uh, or or they were going to use Carrasco. Carrasco was going to come in, who's who's supposed to pitch, you know, the the home opener tomorrow. And uh, you know, I think uh, you know when he got the first guy out, he struck out the, the number nine hitter Rivera, who, who hit a home run off him the day before. Then you're thinking, okay, you know, but Cozart, I think when he got to three and two, and you know, McAllister's best pitch is a fastball. He was kind of, you know, and, and Kozar was sitting on it, and it just, it just, it was one of those things. But like you were saying, I mean, the guy had pitched three days in a row. I mean, and you know, obviously he's trying out for that, for that to be Brian Shaw. You know, they're trying to find that guy, and and uh, you know, so I think you know it didn't go the way McAllister wanted, but I don't think that's, uh, you know, it's not, you know, it's hard for me to blame him too. You know, it's hard right. for you know to just to. Uh, sit here and rip the guy because he, he had pitched three days in a row and, and four in four of the last five games. So, you know, I mean, you know, you, sometimes, you know, you, you get into a position like that as a manager where you got, you just kind of, you have to go with a guy. Somebody's got to pitch. Right. Hey, I wanted to get your take on uh, Corey Kluber working on a no hitter through, uh, you know, in, in the fifth inning and Andrelton Simmons, dropping down a bunt for a base hit for the first Angels hit of the game. Uh, I saw a lot of tweets and a lot of people commenting, hey, uh, the Minnesota Twins don't think that's cool. Uh, obviously a reference to Sunday's uh, dust-up between the Twins and the Orioles when uh, the Orioles catcher Chance Cisco dropped a bunt down on Jose Barrios, who was in the middle of a one-hitter at the time. Uh, what's your take on that? It's one of those unwritten rules things and – uh, you know, do, do you think there's anything that that could come of it later, or is that something that the that Kluber and the Indians just shake off? Uh, you know, don't don't forget the Indians 
I think hit like three or four batters, uh, you know, over the course of the series uh, for the Angels, and, and we didn't see much re- in the way of retaliation from the Angels either. So, you know, there, there, maybe there's something. Maybe people are starting to work out these uh, these unwritten rule things and, and and not really pay much attention to them. Uh, what, what's your take on that whole situation? Yeah, you know, I had no problem with it. I thought it was a great it was a great play. You know, I thought it was you know it, it's you're two they're down two nothing. It's the fifth inning. It's not like you know the, the, the Indians have a seven nothing lead and Kluber's in the eighth inning with a no hitter. You know, and then you drop down a bun and then okay, then then you've got some questions about it. But you know, you're in the fifth inning. You know, and the game is still within reach. And you know, obviously he, he bunted and it was a, it was a good play and it kind of disrupted uh, Kluber's. You know, rhythm to me, I mean, he had to start pitching out of the stretch. I think, what, he had only had one base runner before that, and that was in the first inning. So he was, you know, he was pitching out of the windup, or, you know, the normal his normal uh, delivery for most of the game. And, you know, I thought it was, I thought it was a great baseball play. I really did. I, I didn't see, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't think anything of it. I thought, you know, I, I thought it was a play the Indian, you know, like a Lindor or, or a Ramirez would have done in the same situation. Yeah, I think the the folks online agree with you. We put up a poll uh, pretty much immediately after the play, asking if uh, if you thought Simmons broke one of the rules, and uh, like a thousand people uh, out of fifteen hundred that responded said something to the effect of, "No, nah, it was a, a good baseball play. It turned out to to be the difference for him." So, yeah, I I got no problem with it as long as, like you said, it's not in the seventh or eighth inning and Wilbur's yeah, working on again. Then you know, you know, then you, then you have a right to uh, complain, and then the guy's got to swing a bat, swing the bat, you know. Right. Don't, right. don't uh, be, you know, like, you know, you you you, just, you don't want to see that. But you know, in the fifth inning or the two nothing game, hey, it's game on, you know. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of game on, the uh, the Kansas City Royals owners of one total home run as a team thus far in the season are in Cleveland. They've been here for uh, a couple of days enjoying our wonderful weather. <laughs> and they're, uh, they're they're getting ready to take on the Indians tomorrow in the home opener. What can we expect from this series? Uh, the, the matchups, uh, Carlos Carrasco goes tomorrow for the Indians. Uh, what, uh, what what do you see with the, the Royals in terms of uh, resistance as they can put up for the Indians in their, their home opener? Well, I think it's going to, you know, I think it'll be, it's always a good series. They, the, the, the Royals and Indians play 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 each other 19 times during the season, so they know each other well. It's Carrasco and Danny Duffy tomorrow. Uh, I think uh, you know Ian Ian Kennedy's pitching Saturday for them, um, and uh, I think they they got snowed out, so I, they, I don't know who's pitching Sunday. I think I think Jason Hamill might be the yeah the, Jason the Hamill. Yeah. Jason Hamill, you know, usually he gave the Indians some trouble last year, so I think it's going to be a good series. Well, you know, he, he gave them trouble until that game. He was down twelve nothing in the uh, the third inning. That was, that's right. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got yeah. They, but but I think you know I think it's I think it, it'll be a good series. It'll you know the weather is not going to be conducive to good baseball, but. I think the Indians are just anxious to get home. You know, they've been in spring training. They open on the road. It's, it's weird. You know, they open on the road trying to get away from this weather, and they come back home, and it's snowing. Oh. <laughs> well, and, you know, and, you, and you're here for 10 days, and all 10 days it looks like it's going to be in the 40s with snow. So Yeah, and, and there's no off days. They, no. no. And, you know, Tom Hamilton was pointing out that I think they're, they're playing teams that only visit 
Cleveland once outside of Kansas City and Detroit, you know. So I think we're going to be – it's going to be some long days at the ballpark if this weather keeps up. Oh, it's so lovely. Well, one thing we won't see, we won't see Eric Hosmer and we won't see uh, Salvador Perez. So the uh, the chirping and the, the, the chest thumping and the uh, the – the mouth running won't be as as much from Kansas City this year uh, with without Hosmer there and and you know Sal Perez one of the good guys but uh, you know he he talks his fair fair share as well. Yeah, Salvador, what what he he hurt his knee carrying his suitcase. I mean, yeah, what happened? He wouldn't tell the, pay the billman that to carry his suitcase or was it? I don't know when it was. It was in spring training or something. But that's a dangerous injury, man. Right, and and you know I can chalk that up there with the 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 weird injuries. The Nelson Cruz after he hit the home run sprains his ankle in the uh, in the tunnel in the dugout. How it it just as long as the Indians don't have uh, Corey Kluber get run over by a bus outside the uh, the team hotel, I think you know they we're they're going to be in good shape. Yeah, I think so. I mean Kluber's pitched really well. I mean he could be two and zero right now. You know, but you know, but it's hard to win games. You know, you give up what four runs and your team scores three runs. I don't know if you're going to win many games that way in two starts. So, you know, I I, I think it just kind of evens out. The offense obviously started slowly. You know, the weather it was cold in Seattle, wasn't that great in Anaheim, and now they're coming back into cold weather again. I mean, worse weather. So it's going to be really interesting to see how they swing the bats. Uh, you know, this is you know. You know, you can't write off April. You know, you've got to they've got to play well. They've got to find a way to win these games and uh, or be competitive in these games and and you know keep your head above water and and, and go from there. You know that you know I think when they have fat when they have good starts, you know they had a decent start last year. I think in April, so you know that's important. You know you you've got to. You know, you've got to remember where you are, and 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 you know, this is a, a this is a contending team. This is a first place team, and and they've got to play like it. Well, it, you know, like you said, uh, you can't win the the division in April, but you can you can certainly do enough to lose it. Uh, the the Indians, like you said, play the teams in the AL Central 19 times each. Uh, the magic number, the the number that they should be shooting for, is about 50 wins. Uh, against AL Central teams, if they can get to that number and then play 500 ball against the rest of the league, they're they're looking at another 90 win season. So, uh, you know that that's all out there in front of them. They just they, it starts with you know this this first series here against Kansas City and then uh, Detroit on the way in after that. Right, you know, and and you've got you know, like we've talked about before, this is a, a rebuilding division outside of the Twins and the Indians. And, uh, you know, this is, this is when you've got to, you know, this is when you've got to win games. So like you said, you've got to dominate the AL Central to win the AL Central. You know, the, the schedule is set up that way. They did that last year. They've done it for two years in a row. And, uh, you know, that's, that's where your bread and butter is. And that's, those are the games they've got to win. Those are the teams they know the best. And, uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. All right, Hoinsey, get some rest. Uh, it all starts tomorrow uh, at the ballpark. Four o'clock, Danny Duffy and Carlos Carrasco, and, and we'll be there to, to bring you everything that, uh, that they have to offer. Okay, Joe. Thanks, man.